It's that time of year again as college basketball takes center stage with the tournament, and it's been here, and it's been great. If you're looking to wager this year, Bet Online is the number one spot for all your updated odds and info, along with great contests, including the bracket contest, where you have a chance to take home the top prize. All you have to do is head on over to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Amazing deal there. Just use our promo code BELIEVE to get started. That's B-L-E-A-V to get started. Hey, Bet Online is your continued source for all your sports wagering needs, including live betting and your favorite Vegas casino games. Bet Online, where the game starts. It's always ice cream season at the locally owned and operated Carvel of North Syracuse. And March is no exception. Come on in and get a taste of the Irish. All month long, they'll have delicious mint soft serve, mint flying saucers, mint milkshakes, and their amazingly popular cookie puss cake. All perfect for the St. Patrick's season. Everything at Carvel of North Syracuse is made fresh. So no matter what kind of treat or design you want, they make it happen. Carvel, open seven days a week, Brewerton Road in North Syracuse. Hey guys, this is Adrian Wojnarowski of ESPN, and you're listening to the ML Sports Platter. Sports Platter back with you all over the major platforms like Spotify, Google, Apple, Stitcher, Deezer, iHeartMedia, Amazon Music, you name it. Download, subscribe, leave feedback, and a five-star review. We are brought to you by Rosie's Corner, Burton Ace Hardware, Welch & Company Jewelers, and our great, great friends over at Burn Dairy. Gas up your vehicle, grab hot and cold food for lunch and dinner, you name it. Burn Dairy has got it. The delicious coffee and donuts on your way into work in the morning, plus that tasty ice cream is available as well. Burn Dairy, serving Central New York, multiple locations all across the area. If you're in and around the area, make sure you stop by Burn Dairy. And a tip of the cap, thank you to the Swan and Whitaker families, as well as Camillus Golf Club and Ken's Auto Detailing for their support of the program. I'm going to focus in on this entire episode on the NCAA tournament and, of course, the Sweet 16, which starts tonight. And uh want to just kind of break down some of these matchups and um, you know, really what to look for and how these teams, um, <clears throat> you know, how these teams got here. Um, it's been an unbelievable tournament, uh, as it always is, obviously. And um, I'm just so, so fired up for these games. Let's start with, I'm, I'm just going to break them all down for tonight and tomorrow. Again, predictions, what to look for, matchups, uh, how they got here, all that stuff kind of roped in. Um, we have the Arkansas-Gonzaga matchup, which is just incredible, right? I mean, when you look at the speed of Arkansas and you look at the European skill, you know, of of Gonzaga, this game is just going to be absolutely terrific. I mean, there's just no other way to, 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 to shake it down. I mean, this is going to be um, just an amazing game. Um, to me, the key will be defensively for Arkansas. Um, you know, can they somehow slow down two of the three guys. I mean, it's it's almost impossible to slow down, you know, Nemhart, uh, Chet Holmgren, and Drew Timmy. It's very, very difficult. Drew Timmy took over that game against Memphis. Um, you know, they were down double figures, what, 13 points with about, I don't know, eight, nine, ten minutes to go or so, and Timmy just knocked him out. I mean, he was making threes. He was driving to the hoop. Uh, he was cutting without the basketball 
freeing up his teammates, uh, going off ball, uh, and, and just moving without the ball and unbelievable uh, screens and all the rest. He was just, he was killing Arkansas in that game and, uh, or excuse me, Memphis in that game. Um, and so I've got Gonzaga winning this game over Arkansas. Um, and, you know, I think it'll come down to, I think it'll come down probably to, to the Arkansas, you know, defense and also the ability, um, uh, you know, for Arkansas to keep in this game late. And then, you know, who knows, maybe the crowd will, will kind of turn towards them. Um, this is a San Francisco, California game. There will be a lot of Gonzaga fans there, but maybe everybody else leans towards Arkansas because it's, you know, the lower seed. Um, should be fascinating, fascinating matchup. Eric Musselman has done a great, great job at Arkansas, basically a football school. Um, I'm going to take Gonzaga in this game. Um, high scoring. I'm going to go 90 to 83. Gonzaga gets it done. Um, a couple of other uh, games to, to to chat about. Uh, oh, and by the way, Gonzaga beat Georgia State and Memphis to get here. Um, struggled actually a little bit in the first half with Georgia State, and obviously struggled mightily against Memphis. I mean, that was that was a double digit game. You know, double digit points in the, in the second half. Um, and then Arkansas beat Vermont in a nail biter, and then. Um, they took care of New Mexico State, a team that only scored 48 points in that game. Arkansas only scored 53. But, you know, you got to win games in different ways in the tournament, right? Because it's really, it's about today. And, you know, this opponent, this coach, this venue, this time zone right now, you know, win and move on, win and move on, win and move on. You know, you just keep, you just keep going. And it's just one of these things where, um, you know, it, it, it's the tournament is so it's so fickle. It's so crazy. Anything can happen. Um, and, you know, I think making a sweet 16 today even is just a tremendous accomplishment. I really do. All right. Moving on to the other games. Uh, we've got a uh, another game I think that could be a major barn burner. That's the nightcap in San Fran between the two and the three. And by the way, chalk has ruled. In this bracket, it's the only one where it has ruled one, two, three, four. The top four seeds are in the Sweet 16. Texas Tech against Duke. Texas Tech, man, they're a fun club to watch. They scored 97 on Montana State, and then they beat Notre Dame 59-53. to 53. And what did I just get done doing? Uh, what did I just get done saying? It, it, it's these teams that are able to, um, you know, win in different ways in the NCAA tournament. And right now... You know, there's no question that this Texas Tech club has been able to do that. Um, Duke beat uh, Cal State Fullerton 78-61, to 61, and then in, in probably the best game uh, of the tournament, I would say, um, you know, Duke beat Michigan State. It's always so good when those programs match up against each other, and that was just a spectacular, spectacular basketball game. Um, you know, but it was just too much, uh, size, skill, talent. Um, you know, when you look at, when you look at Duke's roster, here, here's the crazy part, right? Um, when you look at their roster and this is why depth is important. This is why role players are important, right? This is why you look at Paolo Bancaro, you look at Mark Williams, you look at AJ Griffin, you look at Keels, right? They're a Wendell Moore junior, right? Freshman on up to junior. They're all lottery picks, probably, right? At the very least, they're all first-round picks. Period. End of discussion, right? 
But in that game, the guy who was probably in the second half, at least, was probably the main difference, you know, was was Roach. You know, the sophomore out of Leesburg, Virginia. He was terrific again. He had 15 points in this game. He was table setting. In this particular game, Keels came off the bench. Roach has been on fire since I saw him basically just annihilate Syracuse um, up at the up at the dome. Um, Roach, since that game against the Orange, has been absolutely unbelievable. He's been unstoppable. You know, and, and Duke throws four guys uh, in the starting lineup with double figures, and they can bring Keels off the bench. He scores 12. Um, you know, Michigan State, actually, uh, I thought defended the three. Um, they got a little loosey-goosey, you know, in, in, in the second half, but, you know, Duke went 5 of 13. Um, it's 38.5%, but, you know, no matter what 38.5% looks like, it'd be different if it were 10 of 26, right? They didn't make 10 threes. They only made five. And so Duke was able to basically dominate them uh, in other areas. They out-rebounded them. Um, you know, there were, uh, there were other strengths. I mean, the, the inside presence of Duke's players are, are just, I mean, it's hard to slow those guys down, man. I mean, Bancaro, and, and I mean, they're just a handful, man. Williams, I mean, it's, you know, it's brutal um, trying to slow those guys down. But we've got a good one with this game as well. It's going to be a barn burner. Um, I'm going to take Duke close, excuse me, I'm going to take Texas Tech close. Um, that's why I had my bracket, which by the way, my bracket is a complete and utter clown show right now. Um, but I'm going to te- take Texas Tech in this game because I think at some point, at some point, uh, Duke is going to run out of gas on this final, you know, Coach K tour thing. You know, this farewell tour. I think at some point it's going to be really, really hard. Um these players now look could be wrong could win this game they go to the final four they could win it all but it's just a prediction um it's it's obviously an awful lot to ask but they showed a lot in that michigan state game man i mean they were pushed to the edge and they came through i'll take texas tech in a close game i didn't give a uh yes i did 90 83 gonzaga over arkansas i'll give a score prediction for this one as well um let's go high scoring in this game too i think this game's maybe in the high 70s you know low 80s um, both teams can win in different ways. I'm going to take Texas Tech um, 79 to 75 in this game. Um, elsewhere uh, on uh, on this Thursday, um, got a couple more, and then we'll preview the Friday games. Um, we go to San Antonio, Texas, where Arizona will be playing Houston, and you know Houston right now is a really really good program. Kelvin Sampson, he's done some shady stuff in the past, but, man, he's got this program rolling. Uh, Houston beat UAB in a game that I I had the 12 beating the 5 there. I I picked the upset for for the hell of it. Um, You know, and then Houston beat Illinois 68-53. to Just kind of as the game went on, they just manhandled them. I mean, it it was skill set, and it was um, rebounding and and just big bodies and talent. Um, and the Big Ten, man, they sent nine teams to this tournament. There's only two teams left, you know, in the Sweet 16. So, again, how many times do we have to go through this, you know, when everybody's overrating the Big Ten the entire year, and then we get to the, you know, the tournament? This this happens all the time with the Big Ten, right? And so, you know, we haven't had 
uh, a lot of Big Ten champions the last 20-plus years as well. Um, we've been waiting for Purdue to break through a million times. Never happens. Um, you know, Illinois laid a, a collective egg uh, in, in, in that game against Houston. Um, you know, Michigan State fell short against Duke. I mean, I could go on and on and on here um, with, with all these Big Ten programs. Um, but this is Arizona right now. As far as the field goes, the two best teams left are Gonzaga and Arizona. Arizona's the top seed, Houston's the five, but here's the thing. With this game being in San Antonio, Texas, Houston's got, you know, Houston's got some serious home court advantage there, you know? I mean, they have some major, major home court advantage. And so I think that'll be a factor in this game. Um, This is probably as good as it gets in terms of tempo and just the prototypical, you know, college basketball player, which is, you know, the six, 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 seven, six, eight, six, nine, six, ten guy who can just absolutely kill you inside and outside. Um, you know, Arizona's got players all over the court. They're, they're a deep team. Um, you know, the, the, the kids, uh, Matherin's really good. He's a guard, uh, Tubelis and Coloco, the forward and center respectively are, are prototypical again, inside, outside hurt you, um, you know, mid range game and in Arizona is not a particularly great shooting team, but they are unbelievable at attacking the rim. They're unbelievable at creating second chance points. One of the best rebounding teams in the country, uh, they average over 41 rebounds a game. They average almost 20 assists a game. So they can share the rock. They pass the rock. They move great without the ball. They can rebound, second chance points, and all the rest. That's that's the MO for Arizona, you know, and Houston's going to have to try to combat all that. Um, it's going to be a tall order for Houston, uh, but I think they have a real shot to win this game. I'm going to take Arizona close. Let's go 90. Again, a lot of high-scoring games, I think, for the Sweet 16. Let's go 90 to 85. Uh, Arizona takes out Houston in San Antonio. Uh, Arizona, by the way, beat Wright State and then TCU uh, in a game that went to overtime. Uh, so they've uh, they've been tested, man. They've been tested big time. But Arizona likes to score. Houston likes to score. That game should be tremendous. These Sweet 16 games are going to be unbelievable. Then you have this game. Michigan against Villanova in San Antonio. There is something about Villanova this time of year. And I don't know when it started for Jay Wright. You know, I, I don't know if I'd go back to the Scott, maybe that Scotty Reynolds team in 2009, you know, that ended up going to the final four, beating Pitt in the uh, regional final there with a the Scotty Reynolds runner. Um, I'm looking at this thing and I'm just sitting here going, Villanova, you know, good luck betting against Villanova because Villanova, whenever they start getting pushed, they score. And they don't score a ton of game. I mean, they really don't. I mean, they average 72.6. That's probably right around the college hoops average, right? They don't shoot it particularly well from three. Um, They're a decent rebounding team, but they don't overwhelm you. They don't have a ridiculous assist to turnover ratio. In fact, it's awful. Uh, It's 12.1 to 10. I mean, you know, they're they're only averaging a couple more assists and turnovers a game. So you're sitting there going, "Well, well, how are they continuously one of the best teams in the country? Because when the game is on the line, when that three needs to be made, when that free throw, those free throws need to be made under a minute to go, when the shot clock is going all the way down and they make the perfect cut and 
Colin Gillespie passes it to Justin Moore, or Moore passes it to Samuels, or Daniels is the recipient of a Gillespie pass, or it's Colin Gillespie making a three or going to the rack and scoring a shot on his own on, you know, on a layup, they get it done. They are, in the moment, the best team, arguably, in college basketball. That's the answer to that question. Like, how do they, how are they here all the time? How are they here perennially every single year? How does this happen? That's how it happens. Villanova, every single game, when you think the chips are down, they rise up, right? When you think they're getting bloodied and beaten to the mat, they come back and sucker punch you, right? In the moment, they are the best, probably, in the game at that. The in the moment stuff. You know, and they don't have five star kids. They don't have four stars a lot. They don't. Jay Wright recruits to his program. He grabs guys who fit the Villanova culture, who fit the style of play, and Gillespie, Moore, and Samuels are just the latest group, you know, and Daniels, um, you know, to, to go through Villanova and, you know, Slater, Dixon, et cetera, they're deep. Um, you know, to go through Nova and, uh, you know, and, and, and be a national championship contender. Michigan, on the other hand, you know, they underperformed all year long. I heard a lot of people crying about Michigan being in the NCAA tournament. And, you know, for me, I would tell you that I had no problem with them being in because they finished the year, you know, 17 and 14 and 11 and 9 in the Big Ten, and a lot of people were kind of thinking, well, geez, I mean, bowed out early to Indiana in the Big Ten tournament, that, that has to cook them. But go back and look at their schedule. I mean, they played San Diego State, North Carolina, Arizona, Seton Hall. I mean, four really, really good teams out of conference. You know, they loaded up their non-con. They played in the Big Ten, one of the best conferences in college basketball all year. Again, one of the best. Um, I would put them behind the SEC. I'd put it behind, you know, clearly the Big Big 12. Um, you know, maybe even, you know, the ACC for being down has actually been, you know, fairly solid, I think, in the NCAA tournament. I mean, it hasn't been overwhelmingly great, but you've got teams, you know, that are left. I mean, Duke is left. Carolina's left. Um you know, Miami is left. Uh, we'll get to them in a minute. Um, but Villanova, Michigan, this is a, I mean, this is going to be a great matchup. And Michigan, for underwhelming all year long, you know, this 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 team right now, they're playing the way I think we all thought they would all year. I mean, Juwan Howard's got them back. And, you know, they're awfully tough to stop when, you know, Hunter Dickinson is getting it going inside and out. I mean, uh, you know, again, prototypical type players in today's game. He can make threes, he can hit mid-range, he can post up and score. Uh, he's averaging over 18 a game. He's been spectacular in the tournament. He averages over eight rebounds a game. You know, Eli Brooks on the perimeter. When those two guys are getting it going, Michigan is really hard to stop, and they have done exactly that in this tournament. I think Michigan makes a real run at Villanova, but I'm not going against Nova because I think in the final couple minutes when they're getting fouled and when the game's on the line and they need a bucket and all the things I talked about earlier – I think Villanova is going to get this thing done. Let's take the Wildcats in this game. Close. 73 to 71. And that's right in the wheelhouse for Villanova as well. So there's your games for tonight, March 24th, the Thursday, Sweet 16. Uh, coming up next, I'm going to actually preview tomorrow's games on Friday. A bunch of great games. Philadelphia region and the Chicago region. 
uh, in the regionals. I'm Mike Lindsley. This is the ML Sports Platter. Before we do all that, though, a quick word from our friends at Burn Dairy. Before sunrise, Burn Dairy and Deli is preparing to fuel your day with hot coffee, donuts, muffins, breakfast sandwiches, and other morning staples. For lunch, grab a giant deli sandwich made the way you like it. Pizza, wings, wraps, or a fresh salad. Plus, something to wash it down. Then pick up dinner or a sweet treat and other pantry essentials. Now you can get your Burn Dairy and Deli favorites delivered with DoorDash. All day, every day, you can count on Burn Dairy and Deli. It's all good. The ML Sports Platter back with you again at Mike L Sports on Twitter. Make sure you follow and uh, download, subscribe, leave feedback, and a five-star review for the podcast where you get podcasts on your smartphone device. You know, tons of people take multivitamins, but it's important to choose one that's top quality. And hey, with one delicious scoop of Athletic Greens, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, superfoods, probiotics, and other things to start your day right. Their special blend, it's a lot of ingredients which support the following. Aging, focus, recovery, energy, gut health, you name it. It's also lifestyle-friendly, and it fits a wide range of diets. There's only one gram of sugar. That's it and no chemicals or artificial anything. All you have to do is reclaim your health today and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop and a cup of water every day. That's it. One scoop of, 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 of you know, in water all, every single day. That's it. It's super easy. And, uh, you know, to make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to help you out. They're going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash believe. That's B-L-E-A-V, athleticgreens.com slash believe, B-L-E-A-V. And uh, man, just do your thing. I mean, it's incredible uh, what, what Athletic Greens is doing right now. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. These products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Athletic Greens take ownership of your health. Let's hit the games tonight, Sweet 16 style. Um I should have mentioned, too, by the way, that Villanova beat Delaware um, and Ohio State to get to the Sweet 16. Michigan took out Colorado State and Tennessee. All right, first up in Philadelphia tomorrow night. Amazing. The 4 and the 8, a major Titanic matchup of historic programs. UCLA loves to fly up and down the floor, and UNC at the number 8 seed. And listen, North Carolina, when they make threes, they're a completely different ballgame. Uh, ball team. Now, look, I know that you can say that about everybody, right? Like, oh, you make threes, it's college basketball. But the identity of North Carolina is really not the three-point shot, right? I mean, on occasion they can make them, but it's like, you know, usually they're shooting like, you know, six of, you know, 17, 18. Uh, They're a 36.2% three-point shooting team, but, but in a lot of games they're not as good as that number is. Uh, on average, but then they go off in other games and it, and, it, and it equals out. They're really, really good in terms of the penetrate and kick, a um, lot of motion basketball, and the big guy down low, Armando Baycott, is an absolute force to be reckoned with, uh, averaging 16.4 points a game, 12.5 rebounds a game. He blocks almost two shots a game. He is a load inside for sure. Uh, you know, R.J. Davis was knocking down three-pointers. That was a huge difference maker uh, for North Carolina in their last game. Uh, you've got Manic and Love playing well. This is a good team, a deep team. Um, they're very, very, uh, I, I think, well-rounded on the floor. Um, and UCLA just likes to go up and get it, you know, up, up and down the floor. You know, get as the higher the game goes scoring, let's go. These two teams love to run. And that's another thing that I love about this tournament. All the teams that are left, that is, in the Sweet 16, what I love, is that they most of them fly up and down the floor. 
And if they don't traditionally fly, they have the ability to do so. I mean, you think about Gonzaga, Arizona, Houston, Arkansas, Duke, Texas Tech, right? Like, <laughs> there's a lot of teams that can fly up and down the floor. UCLA and Carolina are included in that group. I'm going to ride the hot hand with North Carolina. I think Baycott's the difference in this ballgame. I'm going to take North Carolina 84-80 to 80, uh, over, uh, over UCLA. Let's move to Purdue and St. Peter's. St. Peter's clearly at this point the story of the tournament. Uh, Shaheem Holloway, the former Seton Hall guard, has got this team in the Sweet 16 playing incredible basketball. Um, and, and I'll tell you what, uh, it, it is, I, I remember I remember watching Shaheem Holloway play basketball at, uh, at Seton Hall. Uh, he was a tremendous, tremendous player, 96 to 2000, um, and uh, played some uh, international ball as well before getting into coaching. He was an assistant at Iona under Kevin Willard at Seton Hall, and then he got hired at St. Peter's. Um, and he just seems to have the knack of, you know, knowing what's right, you know, for his players. And I loved his quote, like, hey, we're from New York and, and New Jersey, like our players, like what you think we're, you know, and he's from Queens, for God's sakes. Like, do you think anything really like scares us? <laughs> you know, we have some of the toughest kids in college basketball and he ain't kidding. Uh, Shaheen Holloway has done a remarkable job. And by the way, how about Kevin Willard saying that he would be a great candidate to one day run Seton Hall's program just before tip-off against Murray State. That was, that was uh, you know, that was ballsy. There's no doubt about that. Uh, but St. Peter's, really fun team. Um, they can do a little of everything on the floor. Um, you know, this is a team that um, I, I think right now, I mean, again, you're in the Sweet 16. It's house money. Um, at this particular point, they're running the wave of the mustache with Doug uh, Eddert. Um, you know, the kid in Defo is really good. Banks a third. Uh, is really good, but look, they don't overwhelm you. They don't shoot it that great. 66.9 points a game. Come on. Um, you know, but they've had a great couple of games, couple of wins. They validated their win over Kentucky by beating a very good Murray State team that I think had 23 straight wins prior. Um, but I think this is the end road. I think Purdue, just with their size and their overall skill set and ability, I think that they beat St. Peter's. I think it's a close game, actually. I'm going to go 73 to, um, well, I'll go 72-65. Uh, I think Purdue uh, wins by seven. I think they pull away late um, and win this game, but I'll, I'll take the Boilermakers in that game. The Chicago-Illinois Regional Semifinal in the Midwest, that was the East, by the way, uh, last uh, that I just talked about in Philly. Uh, the West has Gonzaga, Arkansas, Texas Tech, Duke, and then Michigan, Villanova, Arizona, and Houston are um, are in the South. Uh, I'm going to take Kansas over Providence. Providence was a team going in a lot of people didn't like. One of the sexy picks was South Dakota State, and it just goes to show you that nobody knows anything. I don't know anything. You don't know anything. The experts on TV, all they do is predict, but everybody gets everything wrong. San Diego State was like the pick, I'm telling you. Everywhere you turn, oh, yeah, well, Providence beat them by nine, and then they slaughtered Richmond, a team that beat Iowa as the 12th seed, Providence beat Richmond by 18 points. That's a good Richmond team too, man. And you know what? Hell of a year for Richmond. My God, they have nothing to be ashamed about, man. That, that's a good team. Gilliard, uh, probably the best defensive player in the A-10. Uh, the kid Burton shot the lights out many times this season. They're a good defensive team. They pass it well. Uh, they, they're, they're, they're old school. They're fundamentally sound. I mean, my God, round of 32 and they won the A-10 tournament? Good Lord. If I'm a Richmond fan, I'm on, I'm on cloud nine from the year that you had. Really, I am. Uh, Kansas, I think will beat Providence. I think it will be too much 
Um, just again, back to the size and skill set of these teams, these monster blue bloods. I just think it's going to be too much, man. And, you know, obviously the goal for Providence is to slow down Ochai Abaji. Uh, I don't see it. Uh, look for Christian Braun in this game as well. I mean, the Kansas guards, I think, should take over this basketball game. Um, Kansas, by the way, is not a good three-point shooting team as well. They are a lot like Carolina in the sense that, hey, run it up the floor, get easy baskets, get a Baji, you know, in transition and all the rest, kick it out, play a little mid-range, uh, and then open up the threes. And if they're there, take them if they're open, but we'd prefer not to. Uh, this is a, a team that struggles at times defensively, which might be a problem against Providence. Um, but I'm going to take uh, I'm going to take Kansas in this game, and I'm going to take them 70, uh, 78 to 72 against Providence. Last one. How is this possible? Iowa State and Miami are in the Midwest. I'm not surprised that Auburn lost to Miami. I called it. I told you Auburn all year long they couldn't win away from their venue. And you don't know how, again, Javari Smith, you know, you, you didn't know how he was going to react in the NCAA tournament. You just didn't. Um, you don't know how these, you know, lottery picks, he might be the number one pick overall, period, end of discussion. But you just don't know how these guys are going to are, are going to, to react. Um, you know, against Jacksonville State, he was crazy good. 20 points. He was in the game. He was aggressive. He had 14 rebounds. Um, then he tailed off a little bit against Miami. Now, you know, he, he, he had 10 points, he had 15 rebounds, he had three blocks and four assists, but he only shot 12 and percent from three and, you know, free throws. He was 50%. His field goal percentage was not good. Um, so he kind of disappeared. I mean, I, look, I know that the rebounds are important. I know that there's a lot of other things there too, but if Auburn was going to have success in the tournament, they need Jabari Smith to score. That's his number one job on this team. And he just didn't do it against Miami. And Miami, the Canes advanced. Jim Laranega, by the way, my God. Remember him going back to 2006 with George Mason making the Final Four? Just a spectacular career and a great, great coach. Um, I think Miami is going to win this game over Iowa State. I, you know, I'm just saying that, too, for the sake that I don't really know anything about Iowa State. Um, you know, I know, you know to get here, they beat LSU. They beat Wisconsin. Uh, Wisconsin, again, Big Ten this year, other than Johnny Davis, probably a pretty overrated team. Um, you know, Miami beats USC and Auburn to get here. Um, maybe Miami beat, you know, some better teams to get here. I don't, you could argue it. It's March. Who knows? But, uh, I, I like Mar uh, Miami right now. I do. I, I like the confidence, the swag that they're playing with. I'm going to take the U 81 to 71 in a double digit win over Iowa state. So there you have it. Those are my picks for uh, all the sweet 16 games. Uh, what I'll probably do is um, after these games get settled and after the Elite Eight get, you know, games get settled, I'll have a Final Four preview for you, how, you know, kind of run it the same way that we did here uh, in terms of, um, you know, how the teams got here and, you know, recapping some things and uh, matchups and things to look for. So should be an awfully fun, awfully fun Sweet 16 uh, in college basketball for the 2022 NCAA tournament. We are brought to you by Bet Online and sponsored in part by Liverpool Physical Therapy, your State Farm agent Matt Graham, Stumble and Monkey Brewing Company, and Stanley Law Offices. Together, they'll work to get you the maximum reward. Special thanks as well to the Swan and Whitaker families for their support of the program 
and our friends from Rosie's Corner. Make sure you stop by Pizza Pasta, Hot and Cold Subs, and more. They've got comfort food for a couple more weeks, so stop in and get the Meatloaf Monday, the Turkey Slop Tuesday, the Chicken and Biscuit Wednesday, Mac and Cheese and Fish both on Thursday and Friday, all happening at Rosie's Corner, Burton, New York, Route 11 in front of the Burton Bridge, right off the Bartell Road exit. The place is fantastic. Rosie's Corner, a proud ML Sports Platter sponsor. Hit me on Twitter, at Mike L Sports. As I always tell you, enjoy the games. For listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B L E A V on YouTube. You know, when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.